Hello and welcome to the Big Review Ski with me, Owen Doherty, and my lovely friend, Rory Cashin. Rory, how are you? I'm not bad, Owen. How are you? That was a lovely introduction. It's good. I just thought, like, for a change, we'd just be nice to each other. Wouldn't that be good? I would, yeah. It doesn't really suit the tone of what we're no, about feel... to talk about. I, I enjoy the dichotomy of... Like this nice, fresh, breezy tone, fresh, breezy. Oh, uh, but compared to the project that our interviewee will be talking about. Okay, enough beating about the bush here with loads of hints there. Uh, so you said fresh, breezy because mm. the name of the brand new film, I want to say film, You're right, uh, yeah. that we're talking about today is fresh, sans the breeziness. Um, plus, we also have, oh, like, this lad is amazing, to put it very simply, okay. um, Mr. Sebastian Stan. Are you a uh, Sebastian Stan? I most certainly am, and I think maybe Sebastian Stan was the first time, because Rory, for everybody who's listening, Rory often has to explain to me what different words mean whenever yeah. they become popular and cool. Um, so I think maybe Sebastian Stan was was great because it kind of set an unrealistic precedent. It was like, here's the personification of something, uh, like a word of what it actually means uh, because he's class, everybody loves him, and they were all called Stan. So then I just think, right, okay, that's the way it all works. Now, I just want to clarify one, one thing uh, earlier where, where you said uh, Rory has to clarify stuff for me when they become uh, cool. That is incorrect. I have to clarify stuff for you several years after they've become cool. And that's when you finally ask me about them. And then I go and look at them in Urban Dictionary and I'm like, oh, was this just, is this a word everyone started using two months ago? No, this is from 29, 20, 1929. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, yeah. lo- that long ago. It's, uh, um, it's anyway, long. Fresh is coming out uh, to Disney Plus Yes, this week. Yes, Friday the 18th, um, it will be landing on Disney+. Plus. Uh, you might think, Disney+, Plus and Sebastian Stan, maybe this has something to do with The Winter Soldier. Uh, nope, this is not something to show uh, anyone under the age of 18, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It is a what begins as a rom-com and takes a whiplash-inducing uh, left turn into some proper scary territory. Um, yeah, I, I, like I went in knowing relatively little, although even seeing the poster, I was like, I think I know what this is about, but it is just nice to experience the surprises, uh, of the plot itself. Uh, Sebastian Stan is paired with, uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones, who everyone of course will know from normal people. And they go on this adorable, meet cute first date and everything's going great until everything is no longer going great. So... Uh, yeah, if you're single out there and you're like, I want to get back out there into the dating world, this will, this will remedy that concern. This will be like, you know what, I'm actually fine. Do you know what? I might just stay at home this evening, your grand. So is this uh, an official sequel to Normal People? Is this what happens abnormal after, people. Uh, after <laughs> abnormal people after Connell and his chain disappear from the scene? This is, uh, this is what happens when you, uh, when you date. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, this, this is, is practically just, a documentary. This is uh, modern dating at its, I want to say at its worst, but it's not even accurate. Like I've been on some terrible first dates. We all have. Uh, and this is, this is up there. So yeah, let's just, let's just leave the actual plot details at that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting watch for sure. And Sebastian Stan is an interesting man to talk to about this particularly. 
whenever you were mentioning Sebastian Stan initially and talking about Disney Plus, and you were like, yeah, most people associate him with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. There is, of course, Pam and Tommy since then as well. Oh, yeah. So, and he's got a talking penis in that one. I'm just wondering, does he the does. talking penis make a return in this? And is that a thing that he has as some kind of unique selling point? Because I have met too many His USP. with talking penises. <laughs> nice. That works. That definitely works. This is all excellent. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert, no, does that make an appearance? Or we just, I guess, we'll just you know what? to find out. Uh, Sebastian and I, we do talk about a particular body part in this interview. So you'll have to you'll have to hear him talk about his uh, Sebastian's that little man. <laughs> Sebastian's dokey. little man. There we go. <laughs> and here's Rory's conversation with Sebastian Stan and Sebastian's little man. Mm. <laughs> Sebastian, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Such a pleasure to talk to you today. Uh, first question, and I mean this absolutely as a compliment, would you say this is maybe the worst first date movie ever made? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> I, yeah, like, it, there's so much, even in like the first couple of minutes where I was like, and it just proceeds to get worse. And again, I mean that as a compliment. It is... Uh, it, it was, it, yeah. It's just, it's not on the first date schedule. But let me let me put it to you, Sebastian. Uh, what would Sebastian Stan's perfect first date be like for you? If you're the date E, what would you like? This is exactly what well, the first date should consist of. Um, ap- apropos to uh, to 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 what we're discussing in the movie um just being able to uh be be honest or feel honest enough with somebody to ask okay what is what is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) what let's get it out in the open you know like we might as well just go there um what do you think is wrong with you and um because i because again i think that's one of the things about the movie that i love that it's asking is it's just it's it's making us sort of, I think, I hope, uh, will make audiences sort of uh, think about that those projections that we throw on on the on that person on on that first date. We seem to be so caught in our own film about what makes what are our best qualities or or what you know putting that best version forward and and looking for certain things in the other person, um, which again are complicated because they're based on childhood and stories and narratives that movies have shaped poems and uh, we sort of want it all kind of and you want to you want to find someone to kind of give you that feeling that, that that sort of gives encompasses all and we want it quickly and 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 I think sometimes what happens is we 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 sort of lose track of uh, we don't see the red flags perhaps as, as, as much and and we don't we don't we mistake that person or we or it takes a longer time to really get to know one another because both people kind of again are looking uh, through certain filters and and i and again hopefully you're not sitting across from someone like steve (laughs) when that happens that is that is the goal yeah one of the things i noticed was your character in this is almost like an evil christian gray uh, from Fifty Shades of Grey, in that, like, he is a man who's introducing a woman to. Initially, he he seems like quite well to do, and she's kind of unprepared for it. And then he introduces her to his particular world. And I did notice yeah. some like interesting parallels. Would you say that's fair to like a fair kind of comparison, or were there other touchstones for you for that character? 
Yeah, well, I think I think the idea of um, I've actually never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, but um, I've certainly heard uh, plenty of it. Went out for it, didn't get the rock the role. Um, but anyway, I, I, um, yes, I think I think this is someone who has a very specific way of life and um, has figured out a way to make that work for 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 them and. Um, in in the most psychopathic narcissistic way is is coming at it from from trying to find a willing partner in in this world mm -hmm. and it's um and that's i think what's terrifying about it um because uh because he's so strongly um looking for that and and has learned to be very good at being able to kind of manipulate his way through society uh and um and of course uh the challenge becomes um for noah to to be able to kind of psychologically outmaneuver him in in this maze that he that he's put her into um and and then then it becomes a bit a bit more complicated than you're just your regular kind of um protagonist antagonist story it, it starts to become sort of a, a weird chess game between two people um yeah absolutely yeah. just one last question if that's okay um off the back of pam and tommy there was a, a particular body part that was discussed a lot <clears throat> and i think not to give any spoilers away whatsoever off the back of this movie there's going to be a, a particular body part that's discussed a lot uh, mm. during a particular scene. Um, was there any of this that you were like, oh, this, like even when you were in making it, were you like, this was particularly squeamish or difficult for you to film? Well, look, in both, in both cases, um, it's, it doesn't feel salacious. Uh, the both, both cases I, I felt um, had, there were there were you know it was it was a moment in the storytelling that was very character revealing uh in a way and and it just happened to involve um those particular body parts but it wasn't so much about the body part as it was actually what's happening in the scene and what what is helping us tell that story uh more you know and um in the former that you brought up it, it really is just a scene about a guy falling in love and, and, and confessing it. Um, and, um, obviously, uh, Tommy had written a book where, where his penis is, is, is a character in the book that he talks to. So, so I think the guys there were, were, were taking dramatic license and paying homage to the book, um, and, and envisioning uh, a scenario as such, but it really at the core is still a, a very sort of simple sort of sweet scene in the sense that it's about a guy falling in love and, and and again here i think um it was one of those things that i felt uh ultimately in the script felt earned um and it, it's it's really just more of a i think credit to mimi and, and our director and, and lauren our screenwriter to sort of having to kind of build up um everything that builds up to that moment um, sort of feels earned in a way to me. Um, so it, it didn't, it didn't distract, I guess, for me as a, as an actor, it just, it was just more, I think the approach in both cases, as we were lucky was always to, okay, 
how do we tell the story um, and do we need to tell the story this way or not? Um, and, and it was always about sort of what feels earned versus driving at, at, at something with just this idea, oh, because we need, this is going to be talked about or, you know, this is what's going to be said or, you know. Um, so I guess that was the approach. Fantastic. Sebastian, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. You too. I did not know that he had auditioned for the role of Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. Neither, neither did I. I I knew quite a few young kind of up-and-coming Hollywood, because I know yeah. they're all, I think, originally went or was going to Charlie Hunnam. And oh, then, really? And then he, he backed out at the last minute, and that's how... Uh, <laughs> The atrociously unattractive Jamie Dornan ended up getting the role. Disgracefully uh, disgusting. Just oh, what, a, what a what a hot mess. Um, but yeah, apparently, like quite a few other young actors went for it, and Sebastian Stan was one of them, and he didn't get it. Uh, he doesn't seem to have held any grudges about it, though. Yeah. So and I think he and Jamie Dornan are actually good mates. So I'm sure they put it all behind them now and they're both doing really well. So that's fine. I'm not surprised, you know, to hear that all of these ridiculously attractive people go to the same parties and become friends because they probably just look at each other and go, you're class looking. And so am I. <laughs> Let's be friends for the rest of our lives. Let's never talk to any normal people ever again. Yeah, no. Um, no, I think once you're a certain level of genetically... Uh, it was superior <laughs> to the people around you. I can't just, I, I, I appreciate you. Just be like, you know what? I just want to fill my eyeline with people of equal beauty and everyone else can get fucked. Uh, speaking of filling your eyeline with equal beauty and going on those dates, as you said, fresh as a date movie. Do you think this would work if, you know, like you're inviting somebody over to your house and you're like, you know, let's stick on Disney Plus, let's mm. watch this? Or is it is this like kind of, no, this is one to treat yourself to? I um, would... Depends what they're into. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's that too. Uh, let me think. I don't think watching... A, I think watching a movie is like date number four or five. Because there's a lot of not talking to each other. Mm, that's uh, the beauty of it. That's, I guess that's true. Um, uh, and it would be a good judge of their sense of humor if you're like, let's watch this movie about a horrific date going horrifically. And if they're like, then you're like... They're not for you. They're not for you and fresh might not be for them. Gotcha. So but, but was it for you though? I enjoyed most of it. Yeah. Um, I did just kind of the specific parts in it where it is is kind of is very darkly funny. And Sebastian Stan, Stan is clearly having a ball. And Daisy Edgar Jones once again proving she's just like a one woman masterclass and giving amazing accents. Um and stuff happens towards the end that will probably remain in your short-term memory for, for well, longer than the talking penis from Pam and Tommy anyway. So, yeah, like, maybe just go in with a, a certain potential trigger warning uh, that this, again, I cannot, I cannot go on this enough. This is a first date that goes horrifically wrong in many, many ways. So some people will be like, I hated this because... <laughs> It was too too real and also horrible things happened. So just just be prepared. Amazing. I can't wait to sit down with my children and watch this on the family-friendly platform, huh. Disney Plus, very soon. Uh, so Fresh, coming to Disney Plus 
on the 18th of March 2022. Rory, thank you as ever for your wonderful interview and your insight. Uh, thank you to Sound Paul on Sound as well. And thank you to everybody for listening and subscribing to the show. Don't forget to check out loads more amazing interviews up on the Big Review Ski and still loads more to come. So we'll see you next time. Bye bye now. Bye bye. I waved on a podcast. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.